All right. Hello, everybody. My name is Kim. I'm Sam. And this is the Stop Running From This Ghost Adventures Review Podcast. Or just Stop Running From This Podcast. No. (laughs) Come back. Stop running. Please stop running. We promise we don't bite. (laughs) So, welcome to our first episode. So, in this podcast, we decided that we wanted to review Ghost Adventures because as much as we like to joke that we hate watch it... We love watch it, too. We do. It's a guilty pleasure. And it's also a lot of fun to make fun of. It's a blast. (laughs) Uh, Just like Zach's biceps. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not... There's something about the early episodes and Zach's biceps. I promise we're going to do more than just talk about Zach's biceps. We'll also talk about his butt. (laughs) Or lack thereof. Spoilers. Okay, no, in all seriousness, though, we are going... The main goal of this is not just to talk about Zach's unique features. <laughs> we also wanted to talk a little bit about the episodes, because one thing that I noticed when re-watching some of them is that the earlier episodes are very different in tone somewhat from the later episodes. And also, it's interesting to see how they develop as people throughout the series. Plus, I disagree with some of their conclusions and techniques. That is such a polite way of putting it. I'm a scientist. We're nothing but polite. Debatable. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a scientist. Um, And I'm not nothing but polite. So, I think a lot of it is full of um, malarkey. And I like ghost shows and ghost investigations and just ghosts as a general. I've had a thing for ghost stories since I was a kid. Um, I used to love all of those shows that would be like, and this is where this bride fell down the stairs and now her spirit haunts the hotel and like all those things where they did the reenactments. I thought it was so cool. Um... Then Ghost Hunters came out in the early 2000s. My whole heart. And Ghost Hunters changed the game. Uh, Quite seriously, actually. Once Ghost Hunters came out and became a success, there were a lot of similar shows that started coming out, including Most Haunted and our favorite, Ghost Ghost Adventures. Adventures. So, with that in mind, I figured we pour into episode one, which is Bobby Mackey's Music World. Which I had never realized was the first one, because I've only ever watched this on reruns before. Yeah, neither had I. I have never seen the original documentary. Obviously, you can't see this, but I'm doing air quotes on the... You can hear the air quotes. (laughs) (laughs) And, but I have to admit, it was interesting. First of all, oh my god, they're so young! And all of them, except Aaron, have, like, the NSYNC hair. Okay, so, I put in my notes while we were watching this to Google what 2008 men's fashion looked like, and it's not that spiky thing Zach has going on. But, like, wasn't 2008 the whole, like, metrosexual Justin Bieber. No! It was the time of the Biebs. Not the Biebs. The Biebs. We have very strong feelings on this. We were teens at the time. And we did not like Justin Bieber. No. No. Not, no. We no. liked Fall Out Boy and Green Day. Although, uh, we, Jonas Brothers, like, got some respect in, when we were in school. They were really cute. They still are. So, so Zach has, like, weird Justin Bieber here, I guess. No, he's got spikes. He's got... I remember Spike still being kind of, quote-unquote, edgy. In 2008? He's got, like, Little Italy spikes in this episode. Yeah, he's from Vegas. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know he was from Vegas? I have not wikied him yet. Oh my god. Yeah, Zach's from Vegas, which is, explains a lot, actually. Yeah. That's where his museum is. He's got a museum. We've talked about this. I'm gonna drink more coffee. (laughs) So, <laughs> we do have to apologize. It's a little bit past Sam's bedtime as we're doing this. It is so past my bedtime. I'm an old person. 
and I have no life, because, you know, grad student, and I also live off of caffeine. I don't. So I keep going until I eventually pass out. I'm like the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. Kim's always been like the Energizer Bunny. I sleep so much. <laughs> okay. But. Right, right, right. <laughs> so while they were interviewing everything, I mean, that was pretty standard, and it was less... I like the fact that it wasn't, like, as leading as I've gotten used to from Zach. No, it was actually super conversational, but I want to go back to, like, the actual beginning where they're like, this is Bobby Mackey's music world, but we're not here for the music. Because that was corn-tastic. It's ghost adventures. <laughs> they're always corn-tastic. It sets, the, it sets the tone from the absolute beginning. It does. Although, I don't remember if they pointed it out or not, but the fact that there's, like, a haunted warning... Yeah, yeah, they talked about it. Oh, they did talk about it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Um, he gets so excited about the the warning. I would get so excited about that, though, if I was here to investigate ghosts, and it's like, they have the warning, it's like, by the way, we're haunted, and... We're not responsible. If I was there to get a beer, I'd get back in my vehicle. So, what you're saying is that you don't want to go with me to one if by land, two if by sea? Okay, that's different. So, for those of you who might not know, One If My Land, Two If I See is a really famous restaurant here in New York City. It's Zagat rated, and it's haunted as fuck by Aaron Burr and Theodosia Burr. So. Sorry, I have to resist the urge to sing. <laughs> uh, so, we're both New York natives, uh, and both our parents are, when I say both our parents, we both have a parent that works for New York City government. Yes, we have separate parents. <laughs> we are not sisters. Um, and both of them work for New York City government, so we grew up learning New York City history. And also, we both like ghosts, so, you know, when you're thinking about ghosts, what do you think of first? Hey, I wonder if there's any ghosts around here. There's lots. So many. My there's house. So many. Your house. My house. Your house is very haunted. It's so haunted. <laughs> Your basement is haunted. Your attic is haunted. Her attic is also the bedroom. That's where I sleep. It's cool. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> I'm sure that will come up several sure more times. Several times. It'll be fun. Yeah, so. <laughs> they start off on a cornball note. They do a good job with the interviews, which I, I do appreciate. It wasn't super leading. It was very, um, well, they also didn't have to lead these people. Yeah, I think Bobby Mackey's is a good place for them to start. Yeah. Also, it's a super interesting location. It's cool. I wish we had more, um, like, wider shots at the beginning so that I had a sense of where they were. Yeah, I think... They were pretty tight. Well, at this point, they're still doing the three-person crew. So it's all handheld cameras. And while Nick and Aaron, I believe, are actually professional videographers... It's still, they're going for that documentary feel, so a bit shaky cam, but... Yeah. And there's, like I said, there's only three of them, so it's kind of hard to... Yeah, I mean, that's just my my complaint there. I would have loved some wide shots, because when they're walking around the dark, I'm like, this is the dark. Uh, there are some things that, like, I kind of wish they didn't do wide shots on. Like, when you go into the bathroom, and there's the freaking trough urinal. <laughs> So no, one no, that pe- was setting the scene. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the people they interview, they're interviewing him in the bathroom because he got attacked in the bathroom. He also seems high as fuck. That's well, in my see, notes. Well, also, he... Well, I mean, yeah, because he's like, this guy pushed me, and then I hear, die game. Die game. Die, die game. game. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Especially since the first time we were watching this together. That is where the video cut out. <laughs> Maybe my apartment's haunted. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. It wouldn't surprise me, though, if my building was haunted. The building, sure, but I don't think this apartment. Um, my building is only housing medical students and graduate students. If it's not haunted by actual ghosts, it's haunted by our souls leaving our bodies as we <laughs> study, so. <laughs> oh, med students. God bless all of you. Uh, we missed, we, we skipped over Creepy Carl. We didn't skip over Creepy Carl. Yeah, you went straight to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, because the urinal trough. And I didn't really, I don't know, Creepy Carl was just, eh? He slept with a shotgun and got possessed. That just sounds like Texas to me. I 
you've never been to Texas. I have. It's like to me that just sounds like Texas. <laughs> I came to and I had my hand around a pastor's neck. That's that's a whole ass mood. Like I said, Texas. But Bobby Mackey's is in Kentucky. But <laughs> <laughs> still Kentucky. I ain't never been in Kentucky either. They have bourbon though. They do have bourbon. So the reason I wanted to go to Carl, besides he's a little creepy, is that he says, I feel them right now, the spirits. And none of the people talking to him were like, that's fucked up. Or like, should we be concerned? They were just like, is that so right now? Like, like, first of all, think about who you're talking about. Still, still, I feel like that's when you start getting into gender number size, right? Sorry, gender number case is where I was going with that. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but also, I don't know. It's just, that didn't really phase me either, because you're talking to a guy about a haunted location that has a sign as you enter the vicinity that the location is haunted by multiple spirits. Then it becomes his running thing. Every time where he goes, he feels them. Oh my god. No one else feels them. Going back to Haunted Bathroom Guy, I have in my notes, when he's like, yeah, it got super warm, and before it got attacked, I'm like, wait, what? Because, as you know, the belief is that ghosts need to take energy from around them, which means that they are endothermic. Which means they make their surroundings cold in order to manifest. The fact that it got warm, meaning this is an exothermic entity, is that's usually a sign of... That's like, a bad sign. That's, that's not good. That typically... I hate saying demon, but that, that typically means something dark. Because yeah. it means it doesn't need energy to manifest. It produces energy. Yeah. It's not unheard of for spirits to make things warmer on occasion, but it is pretty rare. Yeah. it's and That, it's that jumped on at me. Spirits making things warm? Leave. Though, my first thought was not, oh, that's a bad sign. It was, oh, a warm bathroom? That sounds kind of nice. <laughs> you go to the bathroom someplace and it's, like, really cold. I that's something I know. All bathrooms are like super cold. Yeah, but warm bathrooms will concern me. That they, they just feel swampy. Yeah, when warm. So one thing that I noticed also is that Zach seems like so much more excited when he's doing his narration, and he's so clean shaven. Has doing Ghost Adventures like destroyed Zach's soul? Just that's sucking it out with a straw. I mean. <laughs> I have a theory on that, and we'll get into it more later when we get to the end of the episode. Ah, yes. I think we have a similar theory. I, though I did learn that the song Joanna is actually about a ghost, which I thought was kind of cool. I am not the biggest country music person. I'm not against it. I just haven't done a deep dive. So I had not heard it before outside of this episode. So I don't have a, a I had heard it. I'm not a country music fan. Um, but I had heard a song before, and it's a good song. I actually like it. And it's like, oh, it's about a ghost. I love ghosts. Oh my god. That makes so much sense. There's another song that we'll talk about later. Later. <laughs> so I'm gonna edit that part out. Yeah. But yeah. So. Okay, I have a so question. So I learned something. Yeah. So you learned something, and then I think the, the next interview wasn't super new it was bobby mackey's wife i think no no no, because janet refused to be on it was the the i think she was a cleaner or something oh yeah yeah Yeah. i should have written that down my thing that i did write down was what would be the worst song to hear out of a haunted jukebox like it's not plugged in you know it's not in the jukebox what would be the worst song to come out of a jukebox oh god that's a good question um, all I could think of is the song from Sweeney Todd, where they decide to cook people into pies. Okay, you went a very dark direction, <laughs> which I should have expected. <laughs> I went straight to, never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down. I'm sorry, if a ghost rolled me, I would die laughing. <laughs> Same, but I would also be terrified. It's like, show me a sign! Never gonna give you up, never gonna gonna let let you down, down. never gonna turn around and desert you. That's why it would make me (laughs) freak out, because that ghost is not only saying uh, that he's not gonna hurt you, but also he's never going to leave you. And he's aware of the internet. (laughs) Well, he could have died recently. 
No one ever sees a recent ghost. I'm sorry. If I die tomorrow, my don't. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> I I want to crack. I want to graduate with my PhD. Yes. If that doesn't kill me, nothing will. But what I would love is if I die tomorrow, I want, I'm going to stay here just for ghost adventures to investigate me. Solely so I could, like, fuck with them. You see, I would be in a uh, cat kigu. <laughs> If I'm going to be here forever, I might as well be comfy. Kakigu. <laughs> like, I literally just want them to come so I can hear Zach go, Give me a sign, I can go, Bagel Bites! <laughs> Your biceps. He's like, I feel like someone's just squeezing my arm. <laughs> so, the Bagel Bites reference is actually... I did not come up with that, I want to make it clear. Um, bagel Bites is a nickname for Zach Bagan's... Or back because of the way he pronounced his last name, that came from a podcast that we both listened to called and "That's Why We Drink." Yeah. Which, if you like paranormal, which I think you do, if you're listening to our podcast about ghost adventures, you should totally go check them out. They are awesome. They are not sponsoring this podcast at at, at all, but y'all um, should listen to them. I also want to shout out Two Girls One Ghost. Because we did a podcast swap, where that's the, the podcast that I introduced Kim to, and Kim introduced me to, and that's why we drank. It's good. Was it Baggins? Baggins? I feel like I should know this, having given the number of times I've actually heard him pronounce his name. In my head, I just call him Zach Assery. In my head, so. I just call him Bagel Bites. <laughs> it's more from the later seasons. Damn it, seasons. Christine! More from the later seasons, where he's just a, a douche to the ghosts. I mean, he's a douche to the ghosts in this one, too. But, like, yeah. he gets worse over time, and that's why I, don't I just think call it's him a... Zach Assery. <laughs> so, Mr. yeah, so Zach, one thing I was super this, excited... Sorry. <laughs> we love you, Zach. And Aaron. We love Aaron more. I'm sorry. And no. Nick. We like I'm not Nick. sorry. I, I See, I find Nick to be more of an asshole than Zach. <laughs> As we see in this episode, Nick knows when to stop running his mouth. He also knows when to run away. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll get into that later. But the one thing I was really excited about was that I finally figured out the origin of the X camera. Because like Sam, I caught this series in in reruns originally. So they kept saying X camera. And I didn't understand why they called their still cameras an X camera. So I'm like, it must be a nickname, whatever. And I finally figured it out. And it's really dumb that took me this long to figure out. It's because they mark an X where they're going to put the camera. And they put the camera over the X. Hence an X camera. And like, I feel like I had come to that conclusion before and said, Nah. That can't be it. So, uh, props to us for taking so long to figure out something that was super obvious. Yeah, I... I'm hurt by how obvious it was. I really thought it was like, maybe it's a brand of camera. Or That's what I thought. Type. But then I saw the X on the floor and I was like, oh. I mean, the whole tour is like generally uneventful, except I did love when they were going into the basement and the guy's like, okay, so before we go in, I have to check for bats. And then Zach turns to the camera, which clearly caught the guy saying, we're going to check for bats. And then he says, we're checking for bats. I also made a note of that. It's like, yes, Zach, we heard him. Oh my gosh. It is past my bedtime. I'm going to read you part of my notes. <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> also, what are bats doing in a basement? That bothered me. It's Kentucky. <sighs> Bicep, bicep, swimming in the <laughs> and causing a commotion because you are so awesome. I wonder if that's a song that like he sings to himself like oh, every I'm night. Sure. Uh, the other notes was he looks so happy and look he sounds so happy and looks so young. He's like an eagle, glorious in profile, confused when you look at him head on. <laughs> he is. I have. I mean, the whole crew is just so cute. They're like so they're excited. And they're so new. It's like, when you see first-year grad students, they're all, like, bright-eyed. They're so excited about science. And then they get to my, me, which is my (laughs) year, and we're just dead inside. (laughs) You're taking all the time you need, and that's okay. 
For I'm at the part where most of my cohort's still here, but we already had the first one graduate, and we're all, like, all crap. And then we <laughs> killed them. So, we go into that room, and uh, the person giving the tour was like, yeah, I came in here, I saw a glowing green satanic circle, and then I knelt down to touch it, and it was hot. Which gave me one question, one question only. Who sees a glowing green satanic circle on the ground and says, I'm gonna touch it? Zach Bagans. But it wasn't Zach. <laughs> well, you asked who. <laughs> True. But that's how you get possessed. Also, me and my stupid ass, let's be real. Yeah, you know what I would be doing? I'd be like, bye-bye, Satan, and I would leave. <laughs> See, you'd run out, and I'd be like, what is that? I'd run toward it, and, you, and you're like, Kim, no. K- Kim, no. C- come back. Don't lick it. Don't lick it for science. <laughs> Why wouldn't it lick it for science? It's glowing green and apparently hot to the touch. I would touch it with a stick for science. Okay, a stick is okay. Not really, but it's better. <laughs> also, the broken Jesus. I love like how we both watching it went, oh no. <laughs> Catholic school taught us well. Yes. Just do it. The Jesus on the floor with a broken head, like, it probably was an accident. Like, there are multiple explanations for why that happened, but also just, nope, 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 That's nope, nope, sign. nope. I do love that Zach was like, and then just the head broke. And meanwhile, we did our time in the field of art history. And yeah, yeah, the heads break off. Necks are slimmer than the rest of the body. Right. It's the same reason why you have a lot of um, ancient classical statues with no arms. The arms are the thinnest part. So it was easier for the arms to come off. And that's why you have missing noses and missing penises. Because those well, parts... Well, no, no. Yeah, missing penises for other reasons. Yes, but those parts are, are out from the plane of the body. So if you're going to take a, a tumble, and you're made of marble, you're gonna suffer some damage there, and then the Pope is gonna come like, along and chisel off your dick. Yeah, it's like, the penises aren't missing because they fell off. The penises are off because the Pope came along and t- chiseled off their dicks. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it doesn't have to be paranormal, but it's definitely... It's not a, like, hey, let's go check out the hell well. Yeah, although... Which, by the way, I, for it took me a good, like, 15 minutes to realize they were saying... We're going to the well room, not the whale room, as in, like, a person wailing. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant whale. Like, No, I knew it wasn't, like, whale the animal. <laughs> there is a difference between whale, the, the thing, and whale, the animal. I'm not sure if there's a difference between whale, whale, and whale. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, because I kept saying whale room, and I kept hearing, because of the southern accents, whale room, which made sense to me, because I'm like, oh, they're like they're thinking of like a person whailing. I really thought you thought there was <laughs> just but a yeah, sea mammal me, in there. It took me an embarrassing long time to realize they were saying whale room, and why I say embarrassing long time is because I say 15 minutes into watching this, I had already seen this episode yes. before watching it with you. Yes. <laughs> So I should have known better. Yep. So, on that note, also, speaking of people touching glowing green in satanic circles, Zach hears this, and his his response is, great, I want to sit in here during the witching hour. I want to be here at 3 a.m. I'm like, this is why everything bad happens to you. And like, not just in there. He wants to be locked in by himself. I'm like, bro. He has no self-preservation instinct. And I mean, like, yeah, let's investigate. But let's not, like, put a camera in there by itself. Yeah, but also, like, there's a lot about that room. So at first it's like, I want to be stuck there. I feel like they're really hyping it up. Because the next thing he is is like, it's clear that the well was acting as a vortex for evil spirits. I'm like, based on what? Yeah. There's no- nothing happened. And I don't think anything happened in the well room. No, something did happen at the end. Okay. In that- the well room or in the room outside of the well room? No, I think Is that the, the, well the well room? See, this is why I want wide shots, camera. <laughs> well, there's still baby like, TV show. They, they didn't haven't mastered the wide shot yet. Listen, I took one photography class. <laughs> you took one. <laughs> I took one photography class, and they tell you <laughs> wide shots tell the story, and then you get closer to like get the emotion. I mean, it could be worse. It could have been my dad who only took half a photography course four times. 
Four times. I mean, I didn't whine online and I didn't finish my final product. Well, the reason was he needed a certain amount of credits for his scholarship. So he would sign up for photography, take it up until the withdrawal deadline, and then drop out. Your dad's such a boss. (laughs) They eventually banned him from that photography class. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, alright, this is where my unwell count starts. (laughs) I'm sorry, your unwell count? Okay, explain this. Okay, so every episode, Zach's like, I'm not feeling so good. Or, something's wrong, I'm feeling lightheaded. Or, later on, I have the asthma. Which is a real condition. I don't want to. Okay, like... to be fair about the asthma thing, the reason why he's like, I have the asthma is because he's explaining why he's wearing the respirator. Yeah. But he, in every episode, there comes a moment where, like, the spirit comes upon him negatively. This isn't like going to church. Um. <laughs> yeah, he's slain in the spirit. It's a bad deal. <laughs> you shouldn't have been drinking while I was talking. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Sorry, I almost choked when she said that. <laughs> um. So yeah, it happens every time, and this is a thing I've always done while I watch Ghost Adventures. How many times does Zach be unwell? Okay, so what's unwell count? This is the first unwell count, and I think this one for this episode is two. Two unwells. And the second one's a doozy. Two! Two unwells! (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Uh, So I think after this is when they went and tried to find the source of the well, so they actually went outside. Yes! So, and this is where we had an argument over whether or not Zach's underwear was stripey. So, the reason why this came up is because they show Zach going into the well, and they have a nice shot staring at Zach's ass as he goes through the well. Not just us. Like, that is, the center of the shot is his butt in his baggy ass jeans, and he's, like, Bent slightly over, so the top of his underwear is showing. Like, so it's It's, just shirt, skin, black, white, pants, and that's it. In terms of cinematography, it bothered me, because it's just like, they show him going in, but then they also, like, follow him, and they didn't need to show that. We were also kind of disappointed, because Zach has a nice torso, but there's, there's nothing there for his ass. I think it might just be because the pants are very baggy, but... But yeah, so... It wasn't good. Just cinematographically, it bothered me, because like, we don't need to see this... Regardless of whether or not it's a nice ass, we don't need to see him crawling through a tube the whole time. We could see him enter. Like, maybe you shoot down the tube, then he goes in... Yeah. And then you get to, like, that bigger room where he can stand up. It was stripy underwear. I still think it was Shadow. I'm pretty sure it was Stripey. Anyway. It- Email us and let us know what you think. <laughs> I feel like this has evolved into... <laughs> Is it Stripey underwear? But yeah, then like... Let's write the asses of the Ghost Adventures team. <laughs> so poor Zach. Is that like a... Disappointing. But yeah, he gets into that bigger room, and you could have been like, yeah, and then talk about it there, and then see him go into the, like, do a shot of the next tunnel, see him go into the next tunnel, and then apparently it smelled god-awful, and they had to book it for their lives. Um, Which, you know, fair. It's a sewer. I have a note here that says Nick looks like a Backstreet Boy, in all caps. He does? Oh, right, and they were hearing woman noises. No, that was yeah later. No, there were woman noises. That's what oh, no, they did. They Because I remember... You know, you're right, they did. They kept hearing woman noises. And the thing that bothered me is that they're like, we checked our camera, but didn't catch it. Although we were warned that the spirits can call technical issues. I'm like, if you can see everything, and you can hear literally everything else, that's not a technical issue. Yeah. And then he said something about that river having a northern, a rare northern current, and I know nothing about rivers or currents. So I can explain that. Please tell me. Google is not helping. Rivers typically, they run north to south, not south to north. Unless that the river, Nile. Exactly. The Nile is unusual in that way. This river in Kentucky that they're talking about runs south to north, which is not normal. So it's an unusual event, and what they're saying is this unusual event coupled with the fact that um, running water typically deters spirits. Yeah, which, I mean, that's a thing. 
Which I learned thanks to the Dresden Files. Vampires can't cross running water either. That's why the whole plot of Dracula is weird. It was covered enough um, in my anthropology classes in college. Yeah. I mean, the only one I know of is the Nile, but that's because we spent, like, most of our life studying Egypt and art history. Yeah. So, bicep, bicep, swimming in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you had one thing on your mind. But, uh. And then, so, okay, so they find that, and then they're like, okay, so we're gonna get locked in, and he's gonna lock us in with a chain and a padlock. And the only thing I could think of, because I done, like, logistics and safety before, and I'm just like, that seems like a terrible idea. Yeah. But... That's a fire hazard. Whatever. I guess they signed a waiver, and they were like, fine. Well, they probably had someone outside. No, they did. They had someone outside, just in case. Though, that also... I think that was also part of the reason why they stopped doing that, because I do know in a future episode, they get so scared, they actually jump out a window. <laughs> If I remember correctly, at one point they get so scared they jump out a window, but not in this episode. No, it's not in this episode. Um, I do think that the guy who locked them in looked way too excited to lock three grown men in a basement. To be fair, he's like, I want to be locked in to, like, you got three guys, and like, hey, we want to be locked in this haunted location and look for ghosts. I'd be like, you pay me? Yeah. Sure, let's do it. No, I would do it just for fun of it. Yes, I will lock you in here. No, I am not letting you out unless there's an actual emergency. You better be calling 911 if you're asking me to let you out. <laughs> oh, what? You died? Oops. Now you just get to join the many spirits that live here. Ooh. It's like Disney's Haunted Mansion. In reverse. Instead oh, of taking a spirit home with you, you stay. That ride gave me the, the willies. <laughs> we also got stuck on it. Oh no! They were doing, um, we're pretty sure it was just a, a wheelchair exchange, so yeah. they had to stop the ride, but it was like a good ten minutes, where it was just, um, something, something, ghosts love to socialize over and over and over and over and over and over, anyway. Um, but, so, that happens, and the first thing that our brilliant young Zach does is start fucking tormenting them. And what gets me is he literally says, uh, like, you know, these spirits are super violent, so I think the best way to get them to come out is to torment them. and I'm j- Or to taunt them, excuse me. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, my note for that is only the words drama king. Oh my god, he's such <laughs> a drama king. He's but making he- such a show of it. Just like, oh, and the best thing is after he does that, he says, if you want to hurt someone, hurt Zach. And he's like, yeah, come hurt me. And then the voiceover goes, I should later come to regret that. <laughs> I know, it was so corny, but so good. It's not even, well, at that time, it wasn't corny. It became corny because of Arrested Development. Oh, well, okay. So it became corny because of Arrested Development, Ron Howard's voiceover. But it's just... I just love that. It's like, yeah, come hurt me. And I'm like, and it's like, I'd come to regret that. I'm like, no shit. So good. So it's good. like, oh my God. I also have a note that I can't wait for the tight tease of later episodes because this is very 2008 baggy everything. Yes. You're waiting for Zach and his emo skinny I'm, jeans. I'm waiting for the skinny jeans and the pectoral t-shirts. Okay. If he's going to be shouting at spirits to come hurt him, I better have something nice to look at before he perishes. Which, that reminds me, speaking of shirts and Holocaust Fit, I felt so bad for Nick, because he just gets slowly more disheveled throughout this episode. Like, first, he feels something on his arm. So he takes off his shirt. And I have to admit, I was a little bit disappointed, because he takes off his shirt only to reveal another shirt. <laughs> Which is like, seemed like, no duh, but the way he does it is yeah. just such dramatic flair, and then it's... It's also cut really well, too, so that first you just see, like, the focus is on his hand reaching for his shirt to take it off. And I was like, nudity, <laughs> nudity. Clearly, I'm we, a monster. Yeah, clearly we forgot that we were watching Ghost Adventures and not... The Ghost Adventures parody. <laughs> oh, 
we should look into funding that. You want to do a Ghost Adventures porn parody? I want to watch a Ghost Adventures <laughs> porn parody. <laughs> and I want Zack, the Zack character, to get topped by a ghost. <laughs> you can fund this venture on our Patreon! Eventually. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no, Patreon doesn't do sex work anymore. Yeah, no. So that happens. Later on in the episode, he gets interrupted while taking a piss. So his shirt's is shuffled. Oh, no, 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 we're missing. His fly- we're missing. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. But like, his, eventually, like, his shirt is, sh- is off. His fly is down. He's just totally disheveled. <laughs> his hair and, is looking really jacked up. And I just feel so bad for him. And it's not even 2 o'clock yet. They're still on the but way But we haven't floor. gotten there yet, so we... We've just gotten past Nick's disappointing shirt removal. And then right after that, Zach hears noises in the attic. So his first reaction, because, well, he's a drama king, is that means I need to go investigate by myself. Which, goddammit, Zach. I know. I, all I put was Zach clearly has a death wish. Well, Sorry. That- let me quote my notes. Zach has a death wish, baby. It's like, has he never seen Scooby-Doo? No. You never split up. No. He's never played D&D. Don't you know you never split the party? There's a song I should show to you later. So he does that, and he talks to Joanna, and that he's here for her. And then I, we ended up having to pause here, because then I start singing. So we're both musical theater nerds. (laughs) Um... And in addition to the Sweeney Todd vibes you were getting earlier. Yes, because there's Sweeney Todd vibes everywhere. In this case, he's talking to Joanna. You know, I'm here for you. I want to, like, experience you. I don't think that's the word he used. But <laughs> I'm like, I see you, Joanna. I feel you. It's just so good. <laughs> right here beside you. I think it's the next line. Even now I'm at your window. Oh my god. Please. That- <laughs> I am in the dark beside you. So clearly um, Sweet Tosh Joanna was also written about Bobby Mackey's music world. It has to be. It was so... It's climbing through this. I found your secret room, Joanna. I'm like, uh, yeah, you creep. That's not how you make a lady come out. <laughs> Well, to be fair, she's kind of a ghost in stock, so I don't think it's really, like... Okay, but, like, you're a ghost, and you're stuck somewhere, and now there's a man crawling towards you (laughs) in the dark attic saying, I found your secret room. Like, does that make you want to be like, hey, yeah, let's talk? Or does that make you want to be like, oh, no, creeper, no, no. Well, she was apparently heard crying later when he left, which, I don't know, that sounded like just pipes. It sounded to me like owls. I don't know if they have owls in Kentucky. They have owls in Kentucky. That didn't sound like owls to me, but... Because we have owls on campus. Yeah, but different owls make different noises. We have barn owls. Barn owls sound like people. Yeah, we have barn owls in the neuroscience department. They're used for auditory studies. What? <laughs> Science! So good. Okay. I need um, to hang out with you on campus more? <laughs> Yeah, so he's crawling through there, telling her how he feels her, and I had a Sweeney Todd moment, and we needed to pause to laugh a really long time. Because it's not just like, he's like saying Joanna, and we're like, oh, Joanna, it's like, no, no, it it, it literally sounds like he's quoting the song at this point. It does. It does. Because it's like, I want to see you, Joanna. I'm here for you, Joanna. All I will say is, the movie had come out at that point. Are you telling me that our man Bagel Bites is secretly a music theater nerd? I think so. I think Sweeney Todd came out in 2007. Because um, it was definitely when we were in high school. He could have been referencing Sweeney Todd. We're going to have to interview him ourselves. Yes. Zach, if you're listening, you know, well, we want to interview you. We are young uh, lady-type creatures, and we have at least one single friend. We do? Yeah. She's probably too young for him. 
You're not talking about your you're not whoring out your sister is no, that bad. No. Aaron's <laughs> not really interested. No, Christina. <laughs> she's still trying to find his love. <laughs> So, Zach, if you're listening, you can totally have Sam's sister. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> She'll throw bagels at you. We're um, terrible people. So <laughs> I'm going to be doing so much editing. editing yeah. Um, so, <sighs> after that, he comes downstairs, we assume, because it kind of, like, jump cuts to Nick walking out of the bathroom telling Aaron, who's holding the camera, that someone was banging on the wall. And that's why he came out, and, like, his fly is still undone, which, like, <laughs> hold on. Nick walking out of the bathroom with his fly undone is a whole mood. It is, and I feel so bad, because it's at the point where I, his hair, where I was like, he's just getting so disheveled. It's like, I was waiting for another ghost to attack him and, like, his take off his shoes or something. Just turn him <laughs> No, just full, one like, shoe. <laughs> you know, like a freshman in college who's had their first night out and they really overdid it. Like, that's what it was starting to look like. <laughs> I was expecting him to, like, be, be stumbling into the dorm with, like, missing a shoe and missing a sock on the other foot and, like, there's mud on one pant leg and the other pant leg's rolled up and, like, he's lost a shirt and you're not sure why it's the undershirt. How did this happen? His belt is gone and his fly is undone. Like, that's that's kind of the vibe he was putting off. And uh, I feel bad for him. Especially because then things just get worse. Yeah, seriously. So after that, they hear a noise. And Nick starts running. He books it. And Zach is running behind him going... Stop running! Stop <laughs> running! Do not run from this! Which also is how we got the name of this podcast. Uh, my note there is, uh, his fly is still down, bro. His dick is vulnerable. <laughs> vulnerable. It seriously is. Like, it's just such a state of vulnerability. He is, like, half undressed. His fly is still down. He was just trying to take a piss. And he hears loud noises, so of course he books it, because he probably still has to pee. Or at that point, he might not. He might not. Um, and Zach's yelling at him, like, stop running. And then he goes to taunt the ghost some more and be like, we're not scared of you. We're not running from you. Bitch, I don't know what you just saw, but I just saw Nick running. <laughs> scared. Scared. But the best part of this is immediately after they pull the EMF detector. Now, I have feels on the EMF detector. Okay. Because I like it as a concept, but the one thing I don't like is that they didn't go... Especially for a first episode, is they didn't really go into some of the cons of using an EMF detector. Like, they, did, they didn't use a control. So, they didn't... So, the thing with the EMF detector is it does detect spikes. But the thing is, you also want to check the electromagnetic radiation in the room and, for possible, other sources. This is something that Ghost Hunters did really well. As soon as they saw EMF spikes, they would check every pipe, every outlet, everything that was near them to see, just make sure if something wasn't giving off electricity... Or like so, EMF detectors um, read for electromagnetic fluctuations, which are fairly common. Uh, the Earth is a, essentially a giant magnet. The ground can give off radiation. Uh, you also get it from things like lights and anything that's not properly insulated. I yeah. should really check my attic, honestly. <laughs> that's not a bad idea, actually. But the reason and the reason. Uh, why you always want to do a control is you might be getting EMF spikes, but it might be because there's faulty wiring in the ceiling above you. But they kind of, and this is a big thing that goes to in general, they just kind of take it at its word. They're like, yep, nope, that's an EMF spike. Totally, like... Yeah, and there's, there's still research being done on what electromagnetic field fluctuations can do to the human brain. Um, so, like, we don't know if that might be responsible for some things that other people may consider paranormal. Um, in either case, it, he oh, just whips poor- out the EMF detector and he's like, uh, yeah, no, we're getting a spike, it's rising. And then that scene kind of just ends. Yeah, I think that that was all they wanted to show was that, like, yo, EMF is rising, that's it. And it could have been that they did do all the controls and they just cut it for time, but it just. That, that uh, That's a thing that I have an issue with. Come here for ghosts. Also get, like, editing 
concerns and cinematography critiques. Yes. But also, at the same time, they heard humming. And that humming was fucking creepy. It was really creepy. And I wish they had, like, spent a little bit more time on the humming and less time on the EMF. Yeah. Because they kind of were like, oh yeah, do you hear that creepy ass humming? And we're like, yes we do. And then the scene ends. And we're like, uh. Well, they did replay it a couple of times. I didn't hear it at first, and then they replay it. And I'm like, that that is a human humming. I don't have an explanation for that. Yeah. And it's low enough that definitely wasn't any of them. Yeah, they don't sound that deep. So that was, like, we. So they do get some good evidence during this, and that was one piece of evidence that I was like, oh, shit. Well, that's the first one besides the lady that, like, is clearly caught. The lady Wait. that may have been an owl may have been air. Well, and there was another yeah. thing that happened off camera because I have a counter for that too, but I forgot to increment that down the line. Um, what happened off camera? So when Zach's feeling unwell the first time, yeah. he sees someone moving like during the. Oh, I don't count that. Yeah, but we don't catch it. But well, that happens a lot in Ghost Adventures. That happens a lot in Ghost Adventures, but also that's going to happen in any dark environment because yeah. your brain's trying to make patterns. Um, it doesn't see that well in the dark, so. It's not, especially if it's in your peripheral vision, your peripheral vision doesn't see that well, so it kind of makes guesses. So that's why oftentimes you might see movement out of the corner of your eye and there's nothing there. Yeah, now it happens to me constantly. It happened to me in the Barnes & Noble. It doesn't happen to me as often. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. Although it's been happening to me a lot in my lab, and I'm starting to think my lab is haunted, but that's another story. I'll come by and visit. I'm just the most sensitive person in my house, and in my group of friends, and probably most groups of friends and or houses. So yeah, we'll just spend an overnight in my lab, and uh, hang out in the cell culture mm, room. I don't know about an overnight. I like to sleep in my bed. And bring in your mattress. We have room. <laughs> you uh, can sleep with my bacteria and my cells. Mm, that sounds warm and or cozy. Well, we do have a 37 degrees Celsius centigrade room. That does sound more cozy. <laughs> okay, please. Um, um, okay, so we left with the, the... His fly was down and his dick was vulnerable. Okay, so I have a question here. How often do you think they actually poop a little bit? That is an excellent question that I actually don't think I want answered. I do. Cause, so I don't think there's a lot of times where they poop a little bit. I'm pretty sure there are times that they might have pissed themselves. Because, like, this is this is legit scary, and they look legit scared most of the time. I want to know, you know, how often does it get on the, the fear meter that you pee a little bit? Your body goes, fight or flight, and I need to dump this waste so I can move faster. I mean, to be honest, if I was on a ghost hunting show, first of all, I would probably... Like, I wear a diaper for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. One, that... Two, so I never get into a position that Nick was in where he's taking a piss and something scares the shit out of him. Because we're ladies, so we have to pull down our pants, got pulled down it's everything. It's like that bit in Zombieland. Yes! Which, I only saw once, but the zombie clown in the bathroom really stayed with also, me. Also, Zombieland 2 is coming out. I I can't watch, I tried to watch Zombieland again, and I, I'm, no. Oh god. I have a feeling that, like, for investigation, they're probably in the market. I wouldn't be peeing in the building. I'd have, like, a different building that we go through. Well, they're locked in. I wouldn't be locked in. One, fire hazard. (laughs) Two, I'm a chicken. (laughs) So you make sure you have a clear path of exit. Yes. Um, so that goes, then they're like, okay, let's go down to the well. Um, is that a TV in the well? It looks like there's, like... I didn't see anything in the well. There's, like, a, a rectangular thing in the well. And I was like, is that a TV? I thought that the first time, and then the second time, I thought more that maybe that was a TV. Okay. Uh, but then the thing that they say there is that Creepy Carl, who found the well, found a human skull in the well. Did they say that previously and I missed it? I don't think they did. Like, maybe Carl said something, but also I was half listening to Carl. He's creepy. He is creepy. He, he, I would not want to be anywhere with him. Ever. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure that they don't say it earlier, because I feel like I would have noticed, like, creepy Carl found, well, they don't call him <laughs> creepy Carl. 
Yeah, I think, like, we're the only ones that call him Creepy Carl. He's creepy, and a Carl, and he looks like... He, he, I wouldn't want to meet him in an alley, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so apparently that's a thing. And then, uh, in song things, because this is where this is going, Zach says to the well, why don't you come up out of the ground? And my brain went immediately to, coming out of my well, I've been doing just fine. <laughs> Um, which is why if you ever need someone for musical references to make your serious thing Narmi immediately, I'm your person. And that's why I love you. (laughs) Yeah, so he tells the things to come out of the ground and show them that he's there. And then immediately we increment the Zach on well count. And he's not feeling so good. Well, isn't this the point at which he gets scratched? This is exactly when he gets scratched. He pulls up his shirt and, like, the dimples on his pelvis are, like, very dimply. All I will say is him pulling up his shirt was much more satisfying than Nick. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a nice back. Anyway, Um, so he has these three long scratches on his back. And we've seen everybody. Like, we saw that he was standing there. On his own. And you can tell. And the thing with scratches, you can usually tell when they're fairly recent. Yeah. And once they finally, because it takes them forever to think, oh, let's not use a night vision camera because it's not going to show up. Yeah, they they uh, have, for guys who I know for a fact have a background in videography, it takes them a little bit too long to realize that night vision will not capture that. My notes there are, how many men does it take to examine a man's back? It's a nice back. <laughs> but it is it is in a part that would be very difficult for him, and I want to go with impossible for him to do on his own, because it goes straight down his spine, to, higher than he has shown he could reach right there. Um, and that's a no. Yeah, no, during the episode we were talking about this, it's like, I'm flexible enough that I can reach where it starts. But even then, if I did it to myself, you wouldn't see it being parallel to the it spine. Would be, it would be so hard to do. Yeah, especially with that much depth. Yeah, because, like, I could probably get parallel to the spine for the length, but not... It wouldn't... There'd be, like, hesitation marks. Yeah. <laughs> as I readjusted my whole shoulder to do it. Also, we have, like, bra straps in the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If I was braless, just ghost hunting... <laughs> First of all, I feel like bra hunting ghostless is a terrible... Bra hunting ghostless... (laughs) Leave that in. (laughs) Ghost hunting braless is a terrible idea. No, because you're going to start running without, like, taking the proper precautions first, and you're going to have to call an ambulance for somebody. Which, to understand why this might be a problem, guys, I recommend looking up the song Heavy Boobs by Rachel Bloom. And it'll explain all. There's a song? I thought I showed you the song. I don't recall. I don't think you showed me this one. I will show you that one then. Okay. After this. Of course, this makes Zach angry that he was scratched, because he's like, what the fuck makes you think that you can hurt me? Which, you know. He literally just er asked. Earlier in the episode, he says, hurt me. Multiple times. In this room. Like, this is immediately after, come fuck me up, essentially. He says to the, the spirits or what have you that's in there, come fuck me up, in And other then he words. gets scratched again. And uh, one, yeah, because he's still shouting about it, and then it, more scratch marks appear. So one thing I noticed was, you know, th- if this isn't real, like if they're faking it, then that is some seamless editing. Because you're going straight from the first scratch to them seeing that he pulls down his shirt, he starts yelling, and then immediately another one comes. And... If this is fake, and they're faking it, that is some damn good editing, and I am fucking impressed. Yeah. It's, a, uh, And his reaction is just funny, because he's getting super aggressive after he asks him to come get him, and at one point he goes, why are you scratching me? Scratch them instead. Which, uh, bro, you asked for it. Also, like, he says, I bet you're saying, wow, what a tough guy this is. He's taking all this. I'm like, no, they don't. First of all, they saw Nick running earlier. They seen you flipping out. Like, they don't think you're tough. 
people know what overcompensation means. It's actually really funny because I have a note for that too, and it says, "No, they are not. You are a baby." Anyway, oh, we—I think you skipped the the orbs that come out. No, of I didn't skip. That. Okay, I was actually about to mention cool, that. Cool, cool. So while this is all happening, he mentions light anomalies. He doesn't say orbs, which I'll give him that he did not say orbs because light anomalies, the and then an orb comes out of his back. No, he says light anomaly for that too. No, he says orb. He says orb. Yeah. Okay. So this. I find hilarious because, as any good fan of Ghost Hunters knows, you should never trust orbs. No. They could be fucking anything. Dust, uh, insects, uh, a mini bat. I don't think bats I mean, I've seen orbs that, like, I can't freaking debunk. Yeah. I have a picture of one Ooh. that I took at Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, a place I don't want to go. <laughs> oh, I want to go back so bad. I, can I stay in the car? No. Okay, then I'm not going. But pretty pictures. Oh, can we go during the day? Yeah, of course we're going during the day. And then, like, go to a church immediately afterwards? Sure. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, you have that recorded now. (laughs) So now that everyone knows our vacation plans. um, But yeah, so I've seen a couple of orbs that are hard to debunk. But I don't know. I didn't even see them. I saw... The last one that he said came out of his back. Yeah. That I saw, but that could be anything. That could have been the light from their cameras reflecting off of one of their watches. It could have. Which it could have been it, And I'm not being hypothetical. I'm being perfectly serious. That's happened to me where I see something flash. I'm like, what is that? And I look and it's my watch. Oh, we were at dinner and I kept shifting the knife that I wasn't using because it was reflecting light directly into my eyes. And every time we jostled the table while we were eating, it was just shiny, 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 shiny. Light is freaking weird. It's cool. It is. I mean, this is one of the great things about light is that it's reflective. And the angle at which it reflects can sometimes vary by material. Mm-hmm. So, I remember that part of physics. Daily. And also, if the material is not completely flat, you're going to get some odd shapes coming from it. So, I'm not a big one for light anomalies. I've seen some that, like... Like, are freaking weird. Like, they come out and around a doorway. That scared the shit out of me. Dislike. But for the most part, like, something that shoots straight like that. It, yeah, like, unless your entire house is lighting up, but, like, the electricity's been cut, I'm not really that interested in light anomalies. But it does show, in this, the first episode, that Zach has a metaphorical boner for light anomalies. <laughs> Because this is a thing that we will come back to over and, and over, over and, and over, over and over again. Gosh. Ugh. But also, so after this, he's getting angry that he's the only one getting scratched. And so he says, scratch Aaron's forehead. And you know what? You leave my sweet baby boy Aaron out of this. <laughs> my note on that was just the word coward in all caps. <laughs> like, you leave Aaron out of this. What did Aaron do to you? What did Aaron do to you? He is too good for this world. Oh, and that goes into where he pulls out candles to make a ritual-like candle circle while saying that it's not a satanic ritualistic candle circle. It's definitely a candle circle. Well, to be fair, a candle circle doesn't necessarily mean... No, 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 I know, but he's like... Satanic. It's fine, you guys. I'm like... This is literally where they told you there was a glowing green satanic circle on the floor. Couldn't you have shifted, like, 15 inches to the left? Also, wait, was this the part where they got that really weird yes. EVP? Oh my god! Yes. I didn't put notes on what the EVP was. All I have is dislike chills. It was, I remember it was a woman saying something and then a man saying, don't precious. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't, like, mean, like, don't precious. It was very, like, common, like, don't precious. I'm like, uh, and it was, was clear as there. day, and it was scary. But one thing I took a note on, and I don't remember where exactly they did this, I think it was right for the Green Circle, is they used a black light, and they're like, there's so much blood. And It used to be a slaughterhouse. Well, first of all, that. And second of all, so, let's go, I'm going to put some science in this, y'all. Yes, science me. Alright, so here's the thing about UV light. and So, some bodily fluids do, are fluorescent under UV light. Uh, body fluids that do this are sweat, urine, semen, etc. Blood does not UV fluoresce Ooh. under UV light. Uh, 
in order to see blood, you need it to react with a chemical called luminol. In fact, if you see... CSI! (laughs) Yes, if you see CSI, which has other issues, or a lot of crime shows, they don't show this as much anymore, but typically you'll see that they have to spray with luminol in order to see blood. um, Because blood doesn't UV for us. And... So you're telling me someone just peed on that wall? Which is possible, but it could also be other things. Like, because it's in Kentucky, uh, there are a lot of natural oozy things. I know, such a scientific term. <laughs> that, that could have been. It could have been sweat. Because like you said, it's a slaughterhouse. And especially since it's Kentucky, people are going to be sweating. And that's going to go over. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like I said, other bodily fluids will do that. Like, it was a slaughterhouse. There are other bodily fluids besides blood. Um, Jizzing on the walls. <laughs> additionally, but no, seriously, rocks do, there are some rocks that depending on the type of, um. Yeah, no, they don't. They, I mean, it's in a basement, so basements tend to be very human, and so you often have certain rock materials that sweat, I guess is the best way to describe it, and sometimes those can, that, um, liquid can UV fluoresce. Yeah, they didn't do any sort of tests, they're just like, we have a black light, like it's a college dorm. So this is a common problem, and it bothers me, and I, you see this a lot, you see this on ghost shows, you see this on other things, like you need to use something to help with UV fluoresce. The EVP there was freaky. The EVP was freaky. Also, the shadow figure. So, we were talking about the well room, and I said, that comes back later. So, they had an X camera in the well room. Or, as I like to say, the whale room. <laughs> Stop saying that. I'm just picturing, like, Free Willy in the well. Like, sup, buddy? This is unsafe. Someone call PETA. But, no, anyway. So, they, had, they caught in the well room in, um one of the doorways. And I actually saw it before they pointed it out where it was. There's a dude walking in the back. Now remember, there's only three people in that building. And none of them were down there. No. And there is just a dark figure in the back that you can clearly see walking past the doorway. I didn't like it. And I was just like, what the fuck? That was bad. And he had a hat. This is very important because they claim that's a cowboy hat. I, it took me a long time, even when we replayed it and the circle was there, to really see it. Later in the episode, they show it, like, on a slower motion, and that's when I was like, ah, yes, that is, in fact, a man. I just saw movement, but then I also don't have good eyesight, and my glasses are not clean, so. <laughs> see, I saw the movement at first, I didn't think anything of it, and they're like, none of us are down there. And then looked again, and you can actually see that it looks like someone walking. And it doesn't look like any of them. Now, could they have a fourth man just walking in the dark in this place? Sure. Why not? But the conceit of the show is that it's three of them. Also, it seemed relatively flat. Yeah, it didn't seem super three-dimensional. It was freak-tastic. And also, the hat. Say hat. Which they claim it's a cowboy hat. Honestly, it, you can't tell, but it did have a wide brim. So for all I know, it was a sombrero. But <laughs> it's Kentucky. They don't have sombreros. No leg. No leg. No leg. So what I loved about this episode is that they finish up, and then Zach goes to a Catholic exorcist. The shot of the church was uh, crooked, and that bothered me. See, I didn't notice that. What I did notice is that, now this is the first fucking episode, okay? They go to an exorcist and they tell him about everything. They show him the evidence. And you know what he says? He says, first of all, if I saw that, I would have done a goddamn exorcism right there and there. Except, you know, he's a priest, so he doesn't say the word goddamn. He does say the word exorcism. He does say exorcism. He says exorcism a lot of times. Second of all, he specifically warns Zach, do not talk to spirits. First episode. First episode, he says, don't talk to spirits, because they'll do more than just physical damage to you. They will fucking come home with you. And Zach is like, well, I'm gonna do it anyway. okay, I'm gonna do it anyway. And then the priest is like, maybe you shouldn't do this at all. In a roundabout sort of way. And Zach is like, but I need to. And here's the thing. In later episodes, he goes into how what they're doing is dangerous, and things have followed him home. And I'm like, Bitch, in the first episode, 
a priest tells you, do not do this the way you are doing it, and you ignore him. You just ignore him. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, he says Zach no, you say Zach yes. That's not how this works. <laughs> it just, it was super funny, especially since I know later on he's even claiming that, like, the flu is, is demons. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and that was episode one of Ghost Adventures, Bobby Mackey's Music World. And I feel like it sets up a lot of the themes for everything that comes after. The taunting. The taunting. Zach getting mysteriously unwell. The light anomalies. Spirits doing things to Zach. And Zach trying to get spirits to do things to Aaron. <laughs> Not Nick. Just Aaron. Just Aaron. If you ever need to lock someone in a room, it's Aaron. Aaron. If someone needs to be a trigger person, it's Aaron. Aaron. I mean, Nick did say, no, bro, I'll sit in this circle. And I want you to leave, and I'll do an EVP session. Like a bro. He did. I'm gonna miss him when he leaves. I'm not. Fair. I feel like... I feel like Zach's the spice, and Aaron's the sugar, and Nick was a little bit of both, and it kind of came together in I a weird way. Although, if you do miss Nick, he is on Paranormal Lockdown I on know, Destination America. With, with a very cute um, woman. Which makes me happy, because, you know, that's something that bothered me about Ghost Adventures. It's just dudes running around in the dark. Although, they do, their still photographer is a female. Yay! Oh, poor lady. Until she quits. I wonder why. Was I think season 17, something like that? Like, you find out when she quits. <laughs> 17. Fun. Well, keep in mind that each season only has, like, eight episodes. Yeah, it's gonna be fine. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's just, I think it's very great. You know, this this first episode is a a riot because oh my gosh. I forgot how young they looked. I know. They look so young and happy and full of life. I mean in two thousand and eight we were like sixteen, seventeen. We were seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. They're like five basically. Oh no. They're like in their twenties. Yeah. The world is still before them. Zach hasn't gotten possessed yet. Aaron hasn't gotten possessed yet. yet. Nick, Nick hasn't gotten jaded yet. Nick doesn't get possessed until Paranormal Lockdown. Did he get possessed in Paranormal Lockdown? Yeah, there's this one episode where something was trying to make him jump out the window. Wait, no, he gets possessed in, um, when they go to Ireland. That was episode one of Stop Running From This, a Ghost Adventures podcast. With, uh, Sam? And Kim, if you have any questions or comments, or want to comment on whether Zach's underwear was stripey or not. We only want positive feedback. Yeah, no. No negative reviews. <laughs> no flaming, perhaps. We're... Do people even know what flaming is? <laughs> no! I mean, I don't think... I think we've gotten past that part of the fanfiction era. Everyone needs to go back and read My Immortal. Oh, God. Anyway, so if you would like to reach out to us and tell us your thoughts on Zach's underwear and whether or not I'm right about blood luminol, you can email us at stoprunningfromthispodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and stick around for episode two coming soon. If you could leave us a positive review on iTunes, we would very much appreciate it. You know, just say how awesome we are. I mean, I guess you could leave negative reviews, but that's just mean. And I don't think we're that terrible. No, I think we're cute and charming. I hope so. I hope you're going to find out when you edit. So yes, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time. Bye! Bye, said, bye, said, swimming in the... <laughs> and causing a commotion, because you are so awesome. <laughs>